Welcome to The Millionaire's Lawyer, where you'll hear leading professionals share expert advice on how to grow your business and sell it for maximum profitability. If you want to learn lawyer-proven strategies for building and exiting your business, then this is the podcast for you. Your host, J.P. McAvoy, is a business lawyer, college professor, and best-selling author who has been assisting clients start, grow, and sell their businesses for millions of dollars for over 15 years. Will yours be the next? Now here's your host, J.P. McAvoy. Welcome to this week's episode of The Millionaire's Lawyer. So happy to have you here with us and so happy to have Kim Sutt as well, a dear friend and an expert in her own right. Her, her genius is all things online. We've been working together for some time on this and we're going to talk about all those things here today on this episode of The Millionaire's Lawyer. Welcome, Kim. I am so happy to be here. Great to see you. So I introduce you as a genius on all things online. I say that obviously from my own experience and just watching as you've developed your own products and then assisting me with mine. Talk to me about, I guess, your evolution, how you got into the field and how things have evolved to the point where you are now. Yeah, so I started my business as a VA in 2012. I have my background in interior architecture. I went to one of the top art schools, but then I lost my job in 2008, as did so many entrepreneurs, right? So my husband lost his job in 2012. He's a video game designer. He went back to school to get that degree and we needed money. So I was like, okay, wait a second. I'm working like contract work at Honda. We need more money. I can either work third shift at a gas station or start a business. And mm. I, I chose to start a business. And there it is, right? The millionaire's lawyer way. You yeah. decide to look at a business opportunity. A huge area is, well, it's been evolving for quite some time, but the online space and being able to maneuver within it and create these products, these wonderful products and leverage the technologies creates a great business and can assist other people do their business well as well, doesn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. that's what you're really doing is you're helping people conduct their business. So when we're talking about some of the products you develop. A lot of it is automation and doing things more smartly. Is that the right way to say it? Smarter, right? I mean, yes, that, I mean work your smarter. Line, yeah. work, work smarter, right? So how do you teach people to do that? Or what are some of the, some of the things that you've seen and you impart upon the people that work with you? So my goal is always to get my clients away from their computers and you know, I get the raised eyebrow when I say back into bed, but self-care, you've heard me talk about this, JP, (laughs) so important, you know, other activities are optional, but really like I've, I discovered my love for automation out of necessity Mm -hmm. because I I found myself at the bottom of a very dark hole in sleep deprivation. So everything that I do from marketing automation, business automation, business processes, like SOPs, all of that is set up with the intention of helping my clients enjoy activities outside of work. We all know that we love our businesses, but we can't live in our businesses. I learned that the hard way nearly cost me my life and my family. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm a tech nerd, you know that. I enjoy my learning gasm. Sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on your show, but you know, I, I, I keep my eyes open everywhere, as you know. Like I see little well, you're nuances. All the time, right? Yeah, you look, yeah. you look at things, you see how people are doing it, and you say, oh, that's interesting. You, I love how you go to discover how they're doing it, why it's working, and then obviously you're able to translate into ways that work for you and the people you work with. For people listening, they may not even understand what we're talking about when we say automation or some of the online tools that are available for the newbie or maybe somebody that doesn't understand all the things that are available and maybe all the things that they're actually consuming, right? As they, mm-hmm. as they look at you know, their online content, 
they may not realize what's actually going on. Talk a little bit about what automation means and maybe how it influences people's online behavior and the way they interact with the businesses that they're doing business with. So think about when you go to an e-commerce shop and you purchase something and you automatically get that email that comes through. That's an example of automation. And Mm -hmm. maybe it's a, a PDF that you get. So you might get the receipt automated email, but then you also get the first and maybe a nurture sequence of emails and it delivers the PDF to you. So that's one example of automation. Then, for example, if you go to over to Facebook, there's so many different pages that have Facebook Messenger bots set up and you feel like you're having a conversation with the person via their Facebook Messenger page, but actually it's a bot behind the scenes. One of our mutual connections taught me how to do that really well. So or I'm still working on it. She knows how to do it really well. I just need to give a, a plug to Molly Mahoney. She's like the god over there, but she encourages us all to be fully transparent and tell our people that that's a bot, but they can still feel like they're having a conversation. And where I love to do it is just all of the above. So, I mean, I, I use social media marketing or social media scheduling tools all Mm -hmm. the time for my own business. And then I teach my clients how to do the same where just because we write a piece of content, like a blog article, or we record a podcast doesn't mean that the day it goes live is the only time it's ever going to be shared. We need to be sharing this content until the end of time you know, basically Mm -hmm. until we're dead, because it's going to have value until then. The only exception there is if it's time sensitive. So something on COVID wouldn't necessarily be shared again in 10 years. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. And I guess that is also business specific. Um, Mm -hmm. You say it's ideally something that can be used, but for the different types of businesses that might be there, I guess a lot of the ones you work with are service oriented businesses, right? Trying to imagine clients that are selling product and how it might translate to something like that. Can you help us with that? By product, I mean like uh, you know, I've got a lot of clients that are literally, you know, manufacturing. Uh, you know, so uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know your your stereotypical widget, but uh, as I say, I've got people that are doing chips, and I've got people that are doing uh, tools, all those types of things. So they're actually literally just selling hardware and product. Same principles, but slightly different, right? Yeah. Let's say that they had, you know, uh, graphics cards for computers. Right. I come from a very computer nerdy family here. So there might be a review of the best graphics cards for gamers in 2020, right? Mm -hmm. So that might be an article that's great for this year, but next year that same article can be updated to say for 2021. And you can keep on using that article over and over again. You've already gained traction with Google and just update it. Google loves when you update content. So if you're product-based, that would definitely be my my recommendation. Yeah. Same for like best Mother's Day presents for 2020, 2022, you know, just update the year. You've already got the traffic there. Yeah. And I think what you're describing is, is layering over, right? Mm-hmm. These properties are as you develop them, they continue to have a life and drive traffic to you. Such an important thing. As you say, Google loves it. What are some of the tips and tricks, things that you do with Google to assist people? SEO search engine optimization definitely Mm -hmm. helps. Everything from naming your images properly. So a lot of people will go into Canva, create an image, and then not think about the name before they download it and put it onto their site. Do not upload a picture to your site that simply says untitled. So if you have a radon, I think that's the name. My my boys would curse me for not knowing the properly. <laughs> okay, G-Force. Let's just use G-Force because I know how to say that one properly. A G-Force <laughs> graphics card, okay? And you put it on an image in Canva. Make sure that the title of the image actually says G-Force and then the product number because that will tell Google that 
your page has more credibility for mm-hmm. for that. And then, you know, you name, you have the key phrase for that page, be proper. And the same goes for podcasters, bloggers, whatever you're talking about. I mean, I, I have a podcast. I always set the key phrase on my podcast episodes as the guest name. So then I have the image that also includes the guest name in it. So when people are searching on social or on Google for the guest, oftentimes my my show notes pages will come your, up higher. Your pages pop up first and yeah, what they've done because they're not doing the things that you're describing, right? They haven't employed the same right. uh, tactics that you have. So extremely powerful things as you do this. I've watched you, you dig in behind, right? You make sure you understand what's going on behind the scenes. You always go drill each step of the way down, whether it be, you know, in a Google or Google Analytics, or looking at uh, at the YouTube side of things, you know, digging down into to ensure all those things happen. Now, you talk about a lot of these things you mentioned on your podcast, and give some of these tips to your listeners on your show. What are some typical subjects? What can people expect to hear when they listen to your show? I do talk a lot about marketing, automation, productivity, but a lot of stories that guests and I share is about resilience because positive productivity is not about perfection. It certainly doesn't need to be painful either. I went through a really rough period in 2016, and I know a lot of entrepreneurs do. We want to just stay in bed, cover up our heads, and give up, but that's not going to move us forward. So it's those stories of inspiration combined with the strategies. You know, That's what you're going to get from me. And sometimes you'll see a cat or two as well, won't you? Oh, yeah. A cat. You'll hear kids. Yeah. Lawnmowers. Yeah, everything. I mean, part of modern living, right? Modern life. And you manage to manage the business as well. In addition to managing a busy household, what's your what's your personal life like at home? Well, so as I mentioned, my husband's a game designer, so he's also working at home. And then we have five kids at home with us, ranging from five year old twins to a seventeen year old. So you got a very busy house. You're running Uh a business, and when we employ some of the strategies that we use here at the Millionaire's Lawyer, we talk about the growth of that business and the succession for that business as well. What Uh are you doing to grow your business with a view to perhaps someday exiting it yourself? It's going to sound like a small task, but I'm working on my standard operating procedures and Mm -hmm. my team supports me in that too. So for any team member who works with me, they have to develop the standard operating procedure for the tasks Mm -hmm. that they do. And then I want to hire, I want to promote from within. So before they move to the next level, they do have to develop that. And it's my intention that they will help me find their replacement. So there's minimal work on my side. There should be minimal work on your side too, listener. Like those tasks that you're doing on a repeating basis, just open up a Google Doc, document the steps, pass that activity on to somebody else, move on to something new. Yeah, it's really important, right? Uh, As you approach it, I know it's a question of documenting, refining, and automating, making sure the business is running as smoothly as it can. And then from the way I pose that question, and obviously as it translates into the work that I do, by making yourself, we can duplicate you, we can actually get to the spot where we can back you out of the business, your business yep. becomes actually worth more. So it's uh, important to think about that. And again, the proverbial, if you get hit by a bus, right? All those things where it can continue to operate. Obviously, you're doing all of those things and you've been doing that for some time. When you look at other businesses that you're seeing and you know, you note this and this is one of the ways to improve them, but what are some of the, let's say, without names, some of the big mistakes you see people doing in the online world or for operating a business that you could say, you know, for someone listening right now, a simple tweak here or a simple tweak there might really, right, really have a big impact. The first one is don't forget that you have evergreen content. Mm-hmm. You know, even for your product-based people, they could be updating it for each year, but a lot of my clients and friends will put out a blog or a podcast and expect the listeners or the the readers to find it, but they're not going to find it unless 
the world knows it's there. So sending an email to your list and putting it on social media and, and then setting up evergreen marketing for it. So that podcast can go out again in six months, 12 months, 18 months, you know, keep on sharing it. So that's the first thing. We're not in the field of dreams. If you build it, they will not come. You need to do your part. The oh, that's other so part, well said, yeah. Yeah. I am not Kevin Costner. I'm Kim, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I have to remember that. And I did that to myself for the first, I would have to hundreds of episodes on my podcast. I did not do my due diligence in marketing myself. So that's a lot of money basically flushed because I was not promoting myself. Well, we call that investments in your business or investment in learning, right? But it's a, oh, it's, that was an, an expense for the education. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, yeah. that was an expensive education. <laughs> um, the other thing I would have to say is pretending that everything is perfect. Mm-hmm. I think people are past perfect. And when they see perfection shared, they get really frustrated because they're not having it. So how about being a little bit more transparent? And I know this is more for influencers you know, in brand personalities, mm-hmm. not necessarily, you know, if you're, if you're a manufacturer, then you don't necessarily want to have this approach, but I know I'm way past perfect. If you want to show me what your fancy house and fancy car looks like, I want to know what your bank account looks like too, because there's a lot more truth there. Like what are the struggles that you went through to get that? And I think that's what's really helping people right now is the transparency in the, in the authenticity. Yeah. They're looking for authenticity, aren't they? And they, they identify with it. Uh, I know from your show, as we've discussed the offline, that people reach out to you and they talk they talk about just that. You know, they want yeah. to listen to you. They get that uh, you're a real person running it and trying to trying to do it the best that you can, and in part share your wisdom right to others that are look, are interested in doing the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Hello, podcast friend. I hope you're enjoying this episode of the show. We sure appreciate having you here. I'd like to take a minute to invite you to download a free digital copy of my best-selling book, The Millionaire's Lawyer, Grow and Sell Your Business. It's available for download at jpmacavoy.com. That's jpmc. A-V-O-Y.com. Hope you enjoy the book. And thanks again for joining us on the podcast. Now back to the show. Now you've speak quite frequently on the topics and you get asked to do so. I know that you just appeared at PodFest among other things. How did that go? Uh, what did you talk about at PodFest? So my topic at PodFest was Pinterest for podcasters. Mm. I fell upon Pinterest totally on accident. I started sharing my podcast up there just on a fluke. And over time, it, it grew into... 1.3 million monthly viewers. Millions of, yes, yeah, unbelievable. You get millions of views. Yeah. So now I'm teaching other podcasters how to mm-hmm. do the same. And a lot of people think that Pinterest is for women looking for clothes, crafts, and recipes. My husband just walked into the room. He can tell you that I am not a chef. I don't like clothes <laughs> shopping and I don't do crafts. So yeah, if I can do it, so can you. Well, I mean, anybody that can get millions of views for whatever they're doing is interested. You teach this. How would somebody be able to learn about this from you? How would they be able to learn how you've, how you've developed this expertise? So the first step is to head on over to thekimsutton.com. And I think it's JP, I'll make sure to get you a, yeah, we'll put a link the show for the notes. show yeah, notes. Yeah. I think yeah. it's Pinterest lookbook, but you can get inspired there. And pretty soon I'll be releasing Pinterest for podcasters okay. and content creators. I have to remember the rest, but that course will be coming out within the next few weeks. And so for that course, I mean, because it seems like you've really hit a stride here with Pinterest, right? As we talk with this, I mean, I, I'll, I'll admit for myself, I thought it was for, as you say, people looking for, you know, how to, how to decorate a home or things like that. But again, anybody that's able to generate over a million views of something, there's real substance to that. And any business could profit from that. So if you can take a minute, just to maybe give away some of your, I won't say give away all of your secret sauce here, your secret recipe, but what are some of the strategies that you teach in your course and the things that you're sharing with the people that work with you? 
Well, one of the biggest things is what I already discussed about properly naming your images. Mm -hmm. And when you start to get that right, Pinterest is a search engine. It's not a social media platform. So people are going on there looking for things. My husband's even gone on there and looked for things before. So when you can name the images, Pinterest sees that it has relevance to the pin that you've just posted Mm -hmm. and they'll start sending people to it. And pins are even coming up in Google search results now. Yeah. So it's really starting to translate. Yeah. 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 You got to make sure that you're image is named properly, your pin is named properly, and that you're addressing the keywords in the pin description. So with those three, you can really start gaining some traction. And that's giving yeah. that's giving yeah. a bit without giving away the, yeah, the, the secret whole, sauce. Well, that's yet. why to work yeah for people that, again for you know someone that's listening saying I you know I I could use a million views. Yeah. You know that certainly reach out to Kim because she can teach you how to do that. And again that can translate to any type of business or as I work with business owners, I'm talking about increasing the value of their business. Things like these properties that you know attract a million views and have uh, that many eyeballs on them obviously very good for business. So that's one of the things that you're able to do there. You have a number of other offerings as well, right? It's not just Pinterest. You work with people in other ways. What are some of the other ways that you've developed things that might be of assistance to someone listening here now? So I work with entrepreneurs on building their funnel. I call my funnel offering the feel-good funnel because it's really about the connection in your community and making sure that there's that no like and trust factor. It's not about shoving our products right down their throat as soon as they meet us, you know? Well, that's and you know that's how you and I we were introduced through uh, very good common friends as well, like uh, through the New Media Summit, and to be creating funnels. I didn't know what a funnel was when I yeah. met you, and you obviously uh, worked with me to get a funnel up and running. For again, people listening, describe it. I, we've we've talked about it. I know, but some people here might not recognize that when they do click on that link or they, you know, they do start engaging with somebody online. That's essentially what what is a funnel and what's a, what's occurring yeah. from. Can you just speak to that for just a moment? So. A funnel starts with the free offering. Even if you were to go to Old Navy today, maybe you should get a plug from Old Navy for this episode. <laughs> right. We'll add no, you know? Old Navy to this as well. So you get a pop-up usually on their site and mm-hmm. it's offering you 10, 25% off your first order if you give them your email address. That is essentially a lead magnet because what you've done is you've exchanged your email address for something of value. And the same can be for e-copy of a book or a checklist or a webinar, those are all considered lead magnets. And what usually happens next is there might be a low a low dollar upsell or even a mid-level upsell. And then it generally they lead the entrepreneur leads you into a higher level offering. So it might be one-on-one service or a high level course, mastermind. You know, depending on the industry, it's going to be something, but you're on their list now. So now they will email you when other stuff are coming out. So that is- Yeah, and you can, that's right. It's, as you say, on their list, or there's a way to engage or go back and forth. And, and clearly for the people that are engaging, uh, there's, they're on their part, they're looking for something of value. And then as you work with people, you're ensuring that they are actually producing things that are things of value to their community, right? What yep. are some of those types of things? You mentioned some of them uh, before, but it doesn't have to be a great deal, does it? Is something imparting the expertise that the individual might have or what does that look like? Yeah. So I'm just going to use one of my examples. I had no idea what to put together for my funnel offering, to be totally honest, but I knew a lot of people want to take the tips or you know some little thoughts that I have in my head and, and put it into action for themselves. So I got on Zoom one day and I created four short videos and now it's my feel good funnel free four part video series. So you know that's an example. The goal here is to build your know, like, and trust factor with your community. Mm -hmm. So by offering that free knowledge to other people, regardless of whether they can afford to take it to the next level, you know, that's building, that's put a lot of confidence into that person. You know your stuff. And chances are, if they realize that they're 
task list is completely overwhelmed and they can't implement on their own, then you're going to be the one that they go back to. And I fully understand that. Like I put, I drop so much and I'm not, you know me, JP, I'm not trying to like overinflate myself at all, but I put so much in there. I, I totally understand that they're not going to be able to do it with themselves. So I would love if they come back and ask questions and if I can serve them at another capacity in the future. Yeah, there you go. And that's sort of the no like trust. And is, as, it, as it grows, right? Offering value, people saying, yes, this does make sense for me and then continue along that journey or as they mm-hmm. develop their own properties. Because you do, and I know this from watching you work with other people, you have sort of like, we'll call it a deluxe model as well, right? Where you're able to assist people and teach them how to do certain things or actually do it for them as well, mm-hmm. aren't they? What does that look like? Or working with you, how, how does that actually unfold as you start having people come into your ecosystem, into your funnel? And if not to use the, the upsell language, but if they're interested and see what you're able to do, where can you eventually take them? What is the, what is the big ticket item for you look like? A uh, big ticket for me is all done for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I basically tap into your brain and find out what you need done, what you sound like, and we'll build it all out for you. I'm going to look for some help with content. I mean, in your case, JP, I'm not an attorney. So, you know, I needed JP Lingoese or however you would say it, legalese, you know, so there was some assistance that was needed there. And, but beyond that, it's done for you. But I realized, and it's not my intention to ever You'll probably give me a, Kim, why did you say that? It's never my intention to to make somebody stretch beyond their financial capabilities. I was oh, that Kim, person. Kim, why did you say that? No, no, no. no. I recognize that's never the case. Yeah, it's trying to get people to where they ought to be. And I've yeah, watched you do absolutely. that. Yes. So like I go, I span the gamut. I have the do-it-yourself, which I would, I hope people don't do because entrepreneurs have this horrible tendency of signing up for 20 gazillion different courses mm-hmm. and never logging into any never doing the work and wondering why it's not working Mm -hmm. where they still have a hundred thousand dollars on a credit card that they can't pay for because they never logged into into the course and did the work, you know? So that's, if you already have 20 courses that you haven't done, don't sign up for my course. Okay. Then I have the done with you where I walk you through the steps and hold you accountable the whole way. And then, as I said, the the highest level is I'll just do it for you. So you can stay Mm -hmm. in your genius zone. Yeah. And that's a big part through the millionaire's lawyer or as an attorney, when I work with people is I encourage them to hire people that are good at what the other people do so that the people that are working on whatever their skill set or their geniuses can focus on that. Cause that's usually what is actually making them the money. Yeah. So it's certainly worth exploring the range of options that you have for people that are looking to increase their online presence, their automation, and maybe just learning a little bit more about, about this space. Because I have to say for myself as well, I wasn't aware all these things were actually going on until I started to actually understand it a bit. And working with you has allowed me to do that as well. So for people that are doing just that and saying this this works for them or they'd like to learn a little bit more, what are the ways of finding? You mentioned sort of the website before, and we'll have all this in the show notes. But just to, mm-hmm. uh, for people listening, if they are driving right now, maybe before they crash their car, how, how would you say is the best way to find you? Yeah, so the best place, and wait till you're at a red light, please, is thekimsutton.com. Just remember the the on top of it. We're working on knocking the other person out of the Google search results. But thekimsutton.com <laughs> has all my social media links. I'm currently doing a Monday through Friday YouTube live every morning. So I invite you to come at 11 o'clock Eastern. What time is that? 8, 8 a.m. Pacific and join me. Leave your comments, engage in conversation with me. But that's on YouTube. But you can find all the links in the podcast and everything great at thekimsutton.com. Perfect. So that's a great spot to find us there. And you're inspired by many people, many different places. What are some of the things that are inspiring you right now and motivating you to produce some of the content that you're doing? I am a big fan of 
Pat Flynn, just got to say, mm-hmm. like working with integrity, building or growing your super fans, building your community, serving people first. So that's the one thing that this year and prior to this year is really moving me forward. And that's what I want to take from here so, on out. Yeah, too. Pat Flynn really is the gold standard, isn't he? He really yeah. has emerged as that gold standard is what is what I hear or see as well. There's a lot of great people that we've worked with and we've seen uh, through the years, but Pat Flynn is certainly one of those that really is the gold standard for the types of things we're talking about here, isn't he? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, I've never heard a bad word about him. Yeah, that's good. Well, I've never heard a bad word about you either. So, well, Kim, thank that's you. for here there. We have really appreciate you being on the show with us here today. I like to end these episodes with one thing that listeners can take with them through the rest of the, the day or the week. One thing that they've learned from this podcast, maybe put a smile on their face and something that they can pass along and share with others. What would be that one thing that you would point people towards or say to them today as we leave this episode? Just remember that positive productivity is not about perfection. It may not have all gone perfect today, but there's always tomorrow. So keep your chin up and keep moving forward. Oh, so well said, Kim. Obviously, this podcast wasn't perfect, but it was pretty darn close. (laughs) Thanks so much for being on the show today. I look forward to hearing you and having you back on again soon. Thanks, JP. Thanks for listening to The Millionaire's Lawyer. Please subscribe and rate on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. To get your business millionaire assessed and to access the wide variety of resources that we offer in addition to this podcast, go to jpmcavoy.com. That's jpmcavoy.com.